Welcome to The Originals, a podcast dedicated to stories of those who make and do original things. All right, joining us today is an old pal of ours, someone who's crossed paths with uh, moi many, many times throughout our lives, Jeff Stevens. The thing that brings Jeff to us, well, his backstory would be an amazing reason to listen anyway, but he has launched a truly unique endeavor. Yeah, thank you, Brad. It's great to be here. Um, I have launched, with a lot of help, uh, the, one of the world's first non-alcoholic craft breweries. So we just, I was a non-drinker my entire uh, adult life for the most part. Um, and I was in the beer marketing industry, oddly enough, for many, many years. And when I saw this idea about two years ago, it hit me like a ton of bricks. And I'm like, I am going to do that. Uh, it spoke to me and I, it, it's been a long journey, but we launched in January uh, our first two products, which is so exciting. So. What? Uh, well, tell us first. What, yeah. What's the name of the brand? Uh, it's called The Wellbeing Brewing Company, and we have two beers out there, a Heavenly Body Golden Wheat and Hellraiser Dark Amber. Uh, so both of them are really, really good. I mean, and I'm really proud of them. You know, as a non-alcoholic drink, I'm like, ah, oh, I love these beers. How, so you're in the beer business, yep. and, and you've done you've done marketing for the biggest yep. names, yep. right? Budweiser, yep. Bud Light. You did yep. a lot of campaigns, right? A lot right? of campaigns, yeah. What... How'd you find this space, yeah. this this place where where this was? Well, so this is a good story, and you'll you'll know that you'll appreciate this. So our friends Ben and Wayne from Fearlessly Frank, and you know both those gentlemen. They were yeah. a well-created team in London. We were we'd been kind of working about every once a year we get together. One year we were here talking about how there's no good non-alcoholic beers, and we were asking the question. The next year, literally a year later, which was September of sixteen, I went to London to work on a job for them, and they'd showed me a deck that they had put together on. This idea, low and no alcoholic beers for a uh, UK brewer that just kind of made this idea brought to life. And I saw it and I'm like, guys, I'm going to go brew this beer. And so they've been involved with this from the from the get go. Um, but that's that's kind of where it started was just some old friends in the creative community who uh, put me on this path, which is uh, incredible. And it's great to work with those guys all the time. They are amazing. Ben, and in fact, um, I've met him with you, yeah. has one of the greatest lines of all time. We were at a party. You know, we both have a background in the spirits industry. Yeah. It was in New York. And someone handed him a cocktail and he said, um, this tastes as if as if Paris Hilton dipped her little dog in a river and then drained it out into this glass. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> he's, I'm so glad you're working with him yeah. on this. Yeah, yeah, he's an amazing, amazing guy. Yeah. So um, what's the, how do you do this? Yeah. I mean, not there's the marketing side of yeah. it, but then there's the, the beer side of it. Yeah. yeah. How did you do that? So that, that was the, you know, the trick. Why has no one done this before? So it was a question. That right. I had. Yeah. Right. No yeah. one. There's a million craft brewers and no one was bringing non-alcoholic beer because it turns out it's really, really hard to brew. Good non-alcoholic beer. You have to boil off the alcohol, essentially, and that ruins the taste of the beer. Um, or you can use this method called stop fermentation, where you never let the beer become beer. So they use different kinds of yeasts. It never ferments. And that's what a lot of NA beers are made. But they're very sweet because the sugars don't ferment. They don't taste like beer. They have long aftertastes. So... We ultimately, after doing lots of research and figuring out how they were doing it, a lot of the best NA beers were from Europe. They were using this technology out of Munich. Um, so we bought this, imported this machine that was at the Brewing College in Munich, Germany. So a really uh, piece of technology. 
Put it out at... Uh, there, yeah. There's a brewing college? There's, I know. Can, can you imagine that as a career? I am going to... And it's the... If you want to be a brewer in in the world... Go that's ahead. it. That's, that's the Juilliard That's of, the Juilliard of <laughs> Brewing College in Munich, Germany. Wow. It's, it's well, it makes sense it's in Germany. Yeah, yeah, totally. And the guy who runs it is this... I can't remember his name, but he's the pope of the brewing industry, basically. Like 90-year-old, he is, he is the guy who is the guy behind this... Brewing College. It's amazing. And the history of it's amazing. Um, so that's where we got this machine. So so we felt good about it. You put a little Munich, Germany, a little St. Louis, Missouri together, and you know, we got a really good product. So what our machine does is it removes alcohol in finished craft beer at a very low temperature. So you don't ruin the beer. And that's ultimately the key. And if you taste our beer, it's got all the mouthfeel, all the flavors of beer. It just doesn't have the alcohol. So it's really, really interesting. And one of the things, obviously, our listeners can't see, but they should, because yeah. if they they go to our website or they that we're going to tell them where to find yours, yeah. that label, yeah, okay. So again, you've got this great design marketing background. It clearly yeah. shows in in the selection of everything here. Um, how'd you get to that label? Yeah. That's that's interesting. So I, you know, I drew, you are on Cherokee Street a lot, one of our great art districts in St. Louis, and I had driven up and down there, and there's this design firm called Art Farm there and they're right on Cherokee Street they have a really cool shop and when you go in there they do these great posters they do a lot of local brands um, beautiful hand-drawn crafted design and when this when when we were just trying to figure out where we were going to take this to me that look of what they were doing in this space was incredible so I went there um, and literally they nailed it in one round. They came back and just put the whole thing together. And it's just, it's really, really good. Oh, it's absolutely really stunning. Yeah. It's got, I mean, the whole feel yeah. of a craft beer yeah. is, is captured in, yeah. in this thing. I agree. And I think it's funny because I think it can be craft. It's not too, it's not too much of anything. It can fit in all these different worlds. It doesn't feel any one thing. And yet it's so distinctive. You know, I think it's a really hard thing to do design-wise, and they just really pulled it off. Well, as, and I mean, as as we've learned, I mean that that shelf appeal, right? Yeah. I mean, when you get in the store, yeah, it, something's got to pop. Yeah. I mean, not everybody is. Nobody has everybody coming in to buy just their product, right? Totally. Yeah. They're kind of looking and nosing yeah. and all that. Um, now, you, how did you decide to go? all in on this. Yeah. I mean, where, where'd you come in your life to say, this is, cause you didn't go to the brewing college no, of, of, in Munich, <laughs> right? So, uh, or maybe you did and you got kicked out, but what, <laughs> what was that moment? Cause yeah. I know a lot of people listening. It's that, yeah. when do I take that shot? Yeah. You know, yeah. everybody's got a shot they want to take. Most people don't take it. Yeah. How did you take the shot? And it's interesting, you know, and you've, you've been in this, entrepreneurial game too, Brad. And I think watching people like you has given, you know, I remember one time you told me you wish you had started your own business 10 years earlier than you did. And that's I, correct. That's, that's, that's correct. Always stayed with me. Yeah. Um, and I had had different kinds of businesses along the way to take shots at and none of them ever felt right. None of them ever quite spoke to me. Like I, I had gone in on some things and they weren't either mine or they weren't quite right. Or I knew they weren't going to, they weren't my thing. Um, and I had spent time on them and just not fucked around with them, but kind of, you know, and, but when I saw this idea, like, I don't know what it was, but just as a creative and you see tons of ideas all the time. And when an idea clicks with you, 
this one did, you know? And it was just like, there was no doubt that this was my idea. Like I was like, I'm taking this all the way as far as I can take it. Cause I just get, I got it. I got both sides of this. I got the beer side and I got the not drinking side and I uh, just really felt right. Tell us about the, um, the non-alcoholic space. Yeah. I mean, what's the, I don't imagine people sit and drink six of these. No. Maybe they do. Um, <laughs> what's the, what, what is the, the lifestyle, the pattern? Yeah. What is the consumer? Yeah. Tell us who's, who's, who's this about? Well, it's, and it's interesting because I think the old image of non-alcoholic beer is somehow you're defeated. It's a, it was a sad category, right? It's like somehow something went wrong in your life and you're forced <laughs> to drink NA beer, you poor thing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, That's yeah. what it always felt like. And so, but I think there's a whole new set of, of people in, in the health and wellness space where I think people all are making healthier choices across every category that you're in. And so it would make sense that at some point that would affect alcohol drinking. Um, and I think there was a lot of forces around the world from restrictive driving laws to new health concerns to different kinds of things that, that you know, the British government, I think, kickstarted this whole movement a couple years ago with this idea of dry January, where they had retooled their health, uh, how much you can safely drink each week. They lowered it after much study. And decided that the, the Brits did that. The Brits did this. I know the government. I'm like, what's going on over there? The biggest drinking culture on the planet wow. decided that hey, we're drinking too much, right? Wow. I know. And so a couple years ago, they launched this thing called Dry January, which I think has had everyone just take a look at their drinking. Like, and you know, alcohol turns out it's a poison. It's not very good for you in a lot of ways, right? Too much of it, you know. Doctors never prescribe it. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> there you go. So, yeah, just think in a lot of different ways, there's a lot of occasions where people just want to drink less. And I think millennials, too, I think younger people are drinking less. You Is know? that a fact? Yeah, really? I, I, think I did across, not know that. Across the board, younger people are drinking less. Uh, it's, that's what my this Economist article that I just we were, got mentioned in the other day. Wait, wait, tell us more about that. That's a great plug. And, and you beat me to the, you beat me to the setup. So here we are. You're yeah. in St. Louis, right? Yeah, yeah. You're starting this first time everything in St. Louis, yeah. part of the country yeah. with an unbelievable label with a St. Louis yeah. art house. Yeah. And now you're on the radar of the economist. All right. And this is like months. Yeah. Right. This, yeah. So. Walk us through that. Yeah, one. she just called out of the blue, and somehow I don't even know where she got her name. We must have, she must have just done the googling and research of who's doing this. But she called me up, and uh, we got mentioned in this article. And basically, this article was a lot about how uh, there are so many more interesting choices for people who don't drink in social situations than there ever has been. Um, from really? this, uh, this, this. Spirit without alcohol out of London called Seedlip, which has been around for a while. It's a distilled spirit with no alcohol that you mix, which is crazy. Uh, to a, a couple breweries in London, to me, to uh, a, a few other different things. But yeah, um, she, it was a great article, but it also had the research that younger people aren't drinking as much. Lots of people see this as a huge opportunity. Non-alcoholic drink space is becoming a real opportunity for people, just marketers and people who are in the business. And we're going to start making interesting things for people that don't drink alcohol or aren't drinking alcohol at that moment. So it's great. I think it's great. And I love the, I love the idea of this whole mission of if 
if the world drinks a little less, that's good. I like that. <laughs> Just as someone who's not been a not drinker and has seen what right. alcohol can do and not whether you're an alcoholic or not, but just across the board, you know, problem drinking and, you know, all these things, you know, drinking and driving and all that stuff. It's like, that's a big idea that I really can embrace, you know, um, that's, I like that. And that's, um, you know, there's also people that are in a, um, a fitness lifestyle yeah. that, uh, or certain occasions, like, uh, I'm a big golfer yeah. and, uh, I know guys who, um, They'll have a couple beers after the round, or they yeah. might have a cocktail. Yeah. But on course, they drink a non-alcoholic beer. Yeah, yeah. you know it's refreshing. It yeah. keeps carbs up, yeah. it, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. so there's a space there. Totally. I think um, for those kinds of people too. Here's what's interesting: this uh, the newest research is when you take alcohol out of beer, all of the health benefits of beer come through. So beer is loaded with antioxidants, um, and when you take the alcohol out, all those are allowed to help. It's almost a sports recovery drink. So marathoners, really marathoners drink Erdinger wheat beer in Germany as a training tool. Skiers, um, anyone in heavy training, Olympians, athletes, they all drink wheat beer as a sports recovery drink because of all the polyphenols and antioxidants, which help um, with anti-inflammation and help upper respiratory, lower your chance of upper respiratory infections, which is a big deal if you're in training because you get catch colds easy because your body's so run down. So uh, all the research says that it's a great drink. In addition, when you take the alcohol out, it's really good for moms that are breastfeeding because it helps with breast milk. So it's, it's, it's really interesting what the health benefits of beer without alcohol can become. So it's a, it's a whole That's unbelievably fascinating. Yeah, that's, that's incredible. Yeah. You know what I think it would also, I mean, truly go great with? Weed. <laughs> you. <laughs> you were just out in Colorado, right? Yes, you ran yeah. into my son out yeah, there and yeah. you ran around Colorado. And yeah. it seems to me that maybe the dip with millennials on yeah. drinking is is, is the rise of weed and, and uh, the cannabis business. I'm not yeah. sure. I can't imagine. That's a great theory that I bet is pretty close to truth. Wouldn't you think? I would think so. Yeah. Cannabis has become a huge industry. It's a totally different high. And I think mix. Great health with, benefits. Yeah. And I don't know if people want to mix the two. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, it's a weird thing to mix. Yeah. It would you, seem like if you got yeah. on the CBD train, yeah. the cannabinoid, yeah. cannabinoid train, yeah. and then we're drinking your product, yeah. that you would... It's almost like a holistic yep. health plan. Yep. Isn't and that I, remarkable? It is. It's crazy. It is absolutely crazy. And I think it's funny because CBD oil is naturally present in hops as well as marijuana plants. They're very close together. Is that right? I didn't know that. I didn't yeah. even set you up for that. So I didn't a, know that. Like a hemp beer. Right. We brew. Uh, you do? Well, we don't brew one, but we can ultimately take alcohol out of a beer out at O'Fallon. They brew them. So we brew all our beer. We contract brew it out at O'Fallon, but we take the alcohol out. That's our, our job. So we have a great craft brewer that knows how to make awesome beer. The hemp beer itself has CBD oil in it naturally. So it's it's interesting when you take the alcohol out of beer, all these things that are naturally in beer, like these oils and, and hop oils and things like that, which are really healthy for you. Well, and the CBD yeah. oil, yeah. Um, which I use, you know, okay. I've had chronic pains, right. but they take the THC out. Right. So you've got this thing that you're doing where you're yeah. taking the alcohol out that has a, a psychoactive uh, yeah. impact, yeah. Yeah. as does the uh, uh, the CBDs, yeah. the cannabis products, where yeah. you take the THC out. Right. But what's left yeah. are two remarkably healthy products. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? And you, I, that's so fascinating to me. 
So you take it right now for relaxation or pain management? Or pain management. I uh, my son got me onto okay. it. Okay. With um, and does it help? They use creams because yeah. they're big uh, cyclists and mountain yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, climbers out there. Yeah. They use the creams. And then I talked to a holistic uh, health person here, an energy medicine person. They want to start a CBD business here. Interesting. Yeah, it helped. Uh, prior to, well, I ended up having a back surgery, but yeah. prior to that, that was I was on the CBD oil. That's awesome. And, um, you know, I, I believe it worked. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it has a lot of great, you know, stuff for the gut and everything yeah. else. Yeah. And your product's great. Yeah. yeah. So now yeah. I've got something to chase down the terrible taste of the CBD oil. There with. you go. <laughs> Well, I think, and I think a lot of where we can take this non-alcoholic product is we can blend in CBD oils. We can blend in possibly probiotics. Someone is doing that, which I wow. think is really interesting. Um, we can certainly add magnesium, potassium, and other sports recovery things to this. So where, where this category could go is beyond non-alcoholic beer, but into just a uh, healthy drinks category, which is really where the category will boom and grow um, and the base, the base product beer, it's infinite. It's low, ca- it's low cal. You know, when you take the alcohol out, it's one it, of our oldest cultural yeah, beverages. Exactly, I mean, there's a ritualization of it, right? Exactly. That's exactly it. That you can't get in sh- sugar sodas. You'll never have that. There's no ritual social, around a Coke. No. Right? No, there isn't. No. Yeah. And that's why I think there is really a powerful. ritual around beer, and there's a regionalization, yeah. and there's yeah. a cultural uh, sort of expression yeah. from different countries and Absolutely. stuff. Absolutely. About their beers. Yeah. I mean, their statements. It's a tourist thing. It's it's a it's why people travel. It's you know. It's yes. a Connection. It's such a connector. The, the it really is. It's got know. that wine you know kind yeah. of thing to it. It's got an ancient story with it. Yeah. You know, which yeah. is is I think also fascinating is yeah. that you're in the business of making a product with these. How many times do we hear these these modern things that we have are linked to something that was so good for people from. Like the year 2000. Yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> right? Yeah. Like the paleo diets yeah. and stuff like that. I mean, yeah. this is an ancient product totally. that now is like, well, yeah, this, fuck, this stuff's been good for people for a long time. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. These ingredients in it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And it's, you know, thousands of years ago, I don't think they, they didn't know what fermentation was. And so you, uh, I'm sure beer was, it was just, magic. Yeah, it was magic or <laughs> like I'm sure half the beer never fermented, didn't have much alcohol. And it was just a drink that they drank for meal. You know, they just drank yeah. it because it was. They didn't throw you. anything away. Right. <laughs> they didn't have That's anything. Right. The Egyptians or whatever. Yeah, they built pyramids on this stuff. Who knows? Yeah. So yeah. That's truly, truly fascinating. Yeah. So moving in that sort of uh, well-being, yep, yep. that health direction yeah. with uh, the product line yeah. seems to have the most running space for yeah. you, you think? I think it'll have the most interesting place to go. We have a lot of education to do. You know, we're still at the point where, we, you know, we're selling the old-fashioned way through beer wholesalers to retailers. And we have an edu- beer wholesalers are like, what is this? Yeah. You know? <laughs> so we have a lot of education to do with them. Yeah. Uh, retailers have been a little more... I think they're starting to get it, which is exciting. Um, there are very lots of healthy grocery stores that immediately understand what we're doing, so that's good. Yeah. Um, so and I there's hope, a large number yeah. of them, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. We've been great in all kinds of new healthy grocery stores that immediately understand what this is all about, so that's great. And people have come in, and we've been, you know, knock on wood, selling, so that's good. Yeah. And we'll be back with our interview in just a minute. But if you are or know someone who is truly an original and have interest on being a guest on our show, shoot us a note 
podcast at nocoastoriginals.com. Make sure to check us out on Instagram and follow our feed for pictures of our guests and other stuff we find originally cool. And now we return to our interview on No Coast Originals, The Originals. Food. Anything you like with it when you pop one of your own beers open? I mean, what do you... Well, I have been eating... I think anything with beer and a burger is great. We uh, tasted them with Shake Shack, but... Uh, I also, I'm a huge taco person and spicy. Oh my, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's nothing like a beer with tacos. No, this would be, yeah. There's just nothing. I don't think you can have a better mix, so. Taco Tuesday, Wellbeing Wednesday. There you go. No, that's really incredible because tacos are so, well, hamburgers, burgers are versatile too, but I mean tacos in a flavor profile. Yeah, yeah. They're so versatile. So good. Yeah, and, and that you can really, as you... As you expand your line, yeah. you can match that with yeah. some stuff. So it's interesting. Yeah, just thinking about where we can take this. I know we're going to do a citrus wheat over the summer. We're looking at a coffee stout without alcohol, which is really interesting. Because a breakfast beer? Yeah. Well, it's yeah, it's like <laughs> just a, a functional product where the caffeine can shine through without the alcohol. So it, it's, you know, most coffee stouts have alcohol and caffeine, which to me is... They fight it's a little counterproductive, <laughs> isn't right? it? You're drunk but wired or something. It's like throwing know. the left and the right at the same time in a, in a boxing match. It's like, that doesn't even look good. I know, exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's funny. So we'll get there. But uh, yeah, and I think it'll be interesting. You know, there's lots of fun collaborations and interesting things we can do and hopefully get to the point where we're yeah brewing in great beers to go with exact foods and all those pairings and I, I love that world of getting into it yeah that'd be great you know it's uh it's just remarkable that when you think back to when you you began in in marketing and advertising yeah. working agencies yeah that it feels like it all built to this I, isn't it weird i i that's such an interesting thing. And I've thought that, like, are we all on this journey? And every little thing we, we learn along the way, yeah. every little part of your life somehow came together in this, in both my personal life and my professional life. It was really strange. And I think that's why this idea was so spoke to me so much. But, yeah, it is weird. Like, did it all lead to this? Is that just the journey you're on? And So you almost have to have this. I didn't. You don't have faith along the way that it's leading somewhere. Right. But in hindsight, you're like, oh, I guess it was. It's well, like, you're dealing with marriage. Yeah, you're having kids. Yeah, you yeah. try to make a mortgage. You know, and yeah. all the way, though, you're still absorbing all this stuff. Yeah, yeah. You know, and that's a great thing, I think, for, you know, our listeners to, to pay close attention to is that you're picking up puzzle pieces. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and all of a sudden you're like, oh, the puzzle is the statue of liberty, right? It's like <laughs> you're just picking up these pieces all along the way. But yeah. most people don't ever put them together. Yeah. They don't sit and spend, you know, that yeah. emotional capital. And I think that's what a lot of it is. You've got to, yeah. this is your guts on the line. And I will say this has been by far the hardest thing I've ever done, without a doubt. I mean, starting this this last year has been, without a doubt, the hardest yeah, I know people think like, oh, it's great. Start your own business. Yeah. You know, you're Now you're a brewer and you're yeah. probably a millionaire. And it's like, no, no I have sleepless <laughs> nights. I'm probably broke. Yes. Uh, and and I'm, and the most important thing to me is that I see in you, you don't give up. Yeah. Yeah. You told me that the other day too. Don't ever give up, right? Don't ever give up. Don't ever give up. You that take yourself out of the game. Yeah. And that's it. I think that is it. Every day I'm like, you can't, you're not giving up. I, I am not giving up on this, right? No, there's no reason to. Yeah. I mean, in what you've, what you've taught us all today, yeah. 
this feels like such a bigger play than just making a non-alcoholic craft beer for some cool guy with a beard that doesn't want to get drunk to drink. Right. There's so much more in this. Yeah, I hope so. Huh? I hope so, yeah. You've made a pretty good argument yeah. for it. Good, good. Yeah, fingers yeah. crossed. What, before we leave, what are the yeah. last, uh, what are, what's the, the lines that are out now? Yeah, so we have a wonderful golden wheat called Heavenly Body, and we have a really good amber that came out last Thursday. I brought you guys some uh, called Hellraiser. And it's a hot poured amber. It's delicious. We're going to uh, come out with a mandarin wheat. I'm going to take that wheat, put it in cans for the summer with a little bit of orange. So kind of a blue moon-esque beer. And then uh, this coffee stout in the fall. And then maybe we'll do something really hoppy with uh, some CBD oil and make something really interesting later on this year. So we'll, we'll figure that out. But if That's we, yeah. awesome. Yeah. Jeff, thanks. Thank you, Brad. All right, buddy. All right. With all due respect to Mr. Yates, the esteemed poet, we believe the center will hold. It is here in the center of America where we find a mindset, ethos, and culture native to the heartland. And it is from here that we scan no coast to no coast for the originals we feature in every show.